yeah, there's no data that any animal product has resulted in reversal of atherosclerosis. It's the greatest victory that we have as a medical movement of plant-based medicine. That was Dr. Joel Kahn, fresh from the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and this is Bananas. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining me again today. I'm here with Dr. Joel Kahn. Today we're going to catch up after his experience on the Joe Rogan podcast. But first, I just want to say that this episode is brought to you by the FitBod app. It's a great app that helps you stay fit and really monitor your progress in the gym. So FitBot lets you customize your workout plan based on the available equipment at your gym, work, or home. Me personally, I have a home gym in my basement, so I just type in every single piece of equipment that I have. You can also choose your fitness goals, whether you want general fitness, strength training, muscle tone, bodybuilding, powerlifting, or Olympic weightlifting. You also tell it how long you want your workouts to be, if you want body weight only, if you want cardio recommendations. It also takes into account your fitness experience and if you're a cyclist like me you can hook it up to Strava and it'll take into account the cardio workout from your ride that way it doesn't give you like a leg workout after riding 100 150 miles or whatever it may be I've gotten a ton of positive feedback from many of you using the app and I'm so so happy that this app has brought value to you for those that might not know what this app is about if you want a more in-depth review, head on over to my YouTube channel, Bananiac, and just type in Bananiac FitBod. And if you want to try it out, they'll give you three free workouts before you even sign up. So just head on over to app.fitbod.me, that's app.fitbod.me, and use the discount code Bananiac, B-A-N-A-N-I-A-C, for awesome savings. And you help support the podcast, you help support me talking to all these awesome individuals spreading a vegan message just by moving your body. So in today's episode, I have Dr. Joel Kahn, medical doctor, cardiologist, summa cum laude of his class at University of Michigan. He is the author of The Plant-Based Solution. He has his practice where he helps clients reverse heart disease, the leading cause of death. So he's basically like a superhero. And he also has his own restaurants, Green Space Cafe. And so I have Dr. Joel Kahn here, fresh from the Joe Rogan experience, one of the biggest podcasts, if not the biggest podcast out there. He was on there with Chris Cresser, and it was a really cool episode. Basically, it was a debate between plant-based eating versus meat eating. And if you guys go to the show notes on my website, I'll list all the references, the podcast link, the link to Dr. Joel Kahn's website, his restaurant. So you guys can find all the info on there. But that's enough talking. Let's head into the conversation and hear what Dr. Joel Kahn's thoughts were from the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm here with Dr. Joel Kahn. How is it going? I'm punching bag, punching bag. You are a busy, busy man. You know that? Yeah, I had a fun 48 hours in Los Angeles because Rogan was the maraschino cherry on the vegan Sunday because the day before I spent an hour with Larry King doing an interview on longevity, the legend, the man, and I was very honored to you know meet him and spend time. And then um, the morning before Rogan, the Rogan team was a little pissed at me 
I had an interview with a guy named Bassem Youssef. And if you guys don't follow, B-A-S-S-E-M-Y-O-U-S-S-E-F, or on Twitter, B. Youssef, and I have B. Youssef. He's a cardiac surgeon from Cairo who in 2010, when the political uprest was going on, said, I'm going to take my phone and be John Stewart in Arabic. And he developed 40 million followers very quickly. Big country, nobody does political satire. And that lasted for about three years to so the government said, you're going to jail because you're criticizing us. And he now lives in Los Angeles. He got out of there. But in 2013, he became a plant-based cardiac surgeon when a friend of his had a remarkable uh, health recovery of multiple sclerosis. And he said, I, I, it's got to be the real deal. So he is now like this burning fire of teaching plant-based nutrition in the Middle East out of Los Angeles as his base. So I had the honor of recording an hour with him, too, that will be part of a movie he's making for the Mideast. I used my best Arabic. I said, hummus, 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 hummus. <laughs> okay. That's what that. But he has, uh, Bassam, who is an incredibly fine man, has 10.5 million Twitter followers. So that kind of like made Rogan look puny. <laughs> yeah, Rogan was like I say, that was like no big deal. Mayor Sheena Cherry after the whole Sunday in the, in the morning. But yeah. it was good. It was good. You know, Chris Kresser has some good attributes. And I didn't want to be the angry, pissed off, typical. In fact, Bassem Yusuf's opening line in stand-up comedy is, I'm Arab, I'm vegan, I'm dangerous, and I'm annoying. Didn't want to be too annoying. I mean, I could have been much angrier and much more contentious. But, um, you know, then I would have had the data wrong and they would have hated me. No, just, you know, they're, they're all devolving into I abuse the scientific data. I mean, oh. if, if it was me on the show, I probably would have lost it, to be honest with you. So uh -oh. it's probably a good thing that you're on it rather than me. But I think, no, like everybody, you, uh, Joe, Chris, like all you guys were really respectful, kept, you know, the conversation flowing. I thought it was a really good discussion as a listener. And, and really enjoyed it. I didn't think anybody was attacking anyone. Yeah, the odds that the show sponsored by Butcher Box. I saw the, that. The fresh meat box that shows up at your home, that that show was going to conclude, yes, veganism and whole food plant-based diets are the answer to the health problem. You know, it wasn't a situation that was likely going to go. So if we, if we left most of them not pissed off, a couple eat a few more green vegetables, and a few of them hopefully had sex during the show and did something better than trying to figure out what we were doing. And if you did, you direct message me if, you know, it was good. I want to know the whole story. Definitely. Three hours and 47 minutes of sex during Rogan. It's something you can hold. <laughs> I know, right? That was a long episode. It's got to be one of his longest. I would have kept going except my bladder was getting pretty full. It's actually kind of funny. He had a, it's a nice setup he has in, uh, in, in Woodland Hills. Oh, it's sure. Warehouse. But once you walk in, it's a really great gym and he's got stuffed dead animals everywhere. It's very inspiring. Uh, by reputation, he starts every morning with a big green kale smoothie. And he said on the show, he eats vegetables every meal every day. He's, he's, he's smart right. enough to know that's, that's going to you know, tend to keep him alive, overcoming all the other stuff. But um, there was a green juice, a real nice raw green juice in his refrigerator. And, you know, take anything during the show and I take a sip and it's just vile. Nobody had touched it for probably a year. It was spoiled. So I had to transition to coffee. And at the end of three hours and 47 minutes, I was ready to give my uh, French press back.
No, I, I don't blame you. Um, and, and one thing, kudos to him for having you on. I mean, the, the guy's yeah. a hunter, you know, he had no business of bringing on a vegan. And I thought it, it was surprising at one end that he even hosted this discussion. I thought it was really cool. Um, how is Joe in person, by the way? It seems like a cool uh, guy. Powerful, short. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't quite know. Uh, nothing wrong with being short. I just didn't know if he was going to be, you know, a massive six foot four kind of guy. Uh, I really, I, but I'd say, and, and he had had a bad morning. We started at one o'clock Pacific standard time. He had had a orthopedic procedure on his knee and, uh, was in a bit of pain and, you know, was a bit challenged, I think, uh, by that. Um, although he overcame it, uh, but at the end of the day, um, uh, you know, one, we're in a society where entertainment, you know, rules and he's certainly an entertainer. He's a comedian and a performer. Um, well, he was, he wasn't very funny yesterday too. You know, he's a guy He's married. He's got kids. I mean, he's got a kind heart. I didn't sense any direct animosity. I left, you know, with a hug and a good feeling about him and his team. Um, we all got our viewpoints. We all got our biases. We all got our conflicts. And, um, He's no more perfect than the rest of us, but uh, I do. I give him credit for bringing it on. I don't know how much heat his real hardcore following will give. I think they're probably celebrating that it went just the way they thought. I don't know. I don't care. I really just hoped. I was concerned, a bit nervous. I did spend a lot of time preparing, but I have a real practice. I have three restaurants. I mean, I couldn't stop my life for three weeks and get a PhD and fatology i mean i did i read a tremendous amount but um and it's actually amazing you think you know a lot and you keep reading and reading and reading and reading right unlimited um uh where does i go in that but um you know my big concern was you know just like some i was gonna just break down and eat a big steak with him you know on stage <laughs> right <laughs> you know it's really you i walked in the lines then i walked out i wasn't bleeding you know, the, the post-game analysis is still ongoing vigorously all over social media. I'm not reading all the comments. People tell me the comments on YouTube underneath the 450,000 views so far, I don't even know, that they're largely positive towards my presence on the show. I have no way to actually analyze that. I don't have the time to read it. I just like the one that said, I have to share one. It said, it's really odd because like the vegan looks kind of healthy with a good skin and he's glowing. And Crescent looks like he's the scrawny little vegan that will be <laughs> asparagus. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. I, 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 I left a comment on there, and I think it it became one of like the top ranking comments on there. And I really all I said was like, "Hey, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thanks for having it." Um, yeah. As a vegan, I thought it was really you know helpful, like something along the lines of that. And the amount of hate I got for even writing that I was vegan is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, I kind of try to stay out of the comments section. Only sector of the food market that you can be in and not be hated by somebody is if you're an ice cubitarian. <laughs> because, you know, the gluten-free people love you, the sugar people love you, the plant people love you, you're not killing animals, you know, and the whole thing. So we should start that up, you know. Nutrient-enriched ice cubes. <laughs> Let me ask you, uh, so yeah, you've been on Joe Rogan's um podcast you've been on cnn with larry king even dr oz you were recently on there um what do you feel like you've kind of gotten out of this little tour and like being all these different um you know platforms like what have you feel like you've really gotten out of these experiences 
The chicks are calling, man. The chicks are calling. That's what matters. <laughs> That's what it's all about. All right, right there. 30, uh, okay. 30, 30, 37 years. I thought there that you was. Go. Just had a check. 37 <laughs> years I've had that thing. Um, what did I get out of it? You know, the difference, I love my patient practice of plant-based cardiology, one-on-one, really, really meaningful and intense. And people come to me because they're interested in change. But the ability, I mean, uh, between King and Oz and Boston when it comes out in this, I mean, it might reach 25 million people. And, you know, just say the word disease reversal. I mean, we only spent maybe 10 minutes towards the end of the show on the I didn't even mention Dr. Ornish, Dr. Esselstyn. Those guys wouldn't even know what that was. But that disease reversal happens with plant-based diets. I mean, that's a powerful statement. And maybe, I don't care, three people out of 25 million heard that and are actually going to now go to Google or a book and, you know, discover they have a path. That's fine with me. I mean, you know, but it's the reach. It's the power. Um, limited, uh, you know, by need to do clickbait, you know, little sound bites and all the rest. It is really... Particularly, and actually, I like Dr. Oz. I think he's a brilliant man. Um, I think he gets a lot of unfair press. I'm not saying he's done it all right. But, you know, that show is sound bites. You know, five minutes, you're on, you're off. I mean, opposites of Rogan, where you do, you're going deep. But they're totally different situations. Um, Let me ask you a common topic or a main topic on the podcast was epidemiology. and. I'll tell you what, the only thing that drove me crazy, and I I don't know why Joe didn't show him that. Healthy user biases. Let me tell you about it. Healthy user bias. We've heard that term 20 times. It's a term nobody talks about generally other than Cresser. It comes up now and then. So healthy user bias is the idea when a study reports that plant-based eaters have this health outcome. How do you know it's that? How do you know it's not that they ride bicycles and they sleep and they don't smoke? Although it's called multivariate analysis. You get a whole lot of data points and you try and equalize it. But it turns out the study he brought up over and over, the health food store study, 1996. I just posted it on Twitter at Dr. J. Khan, D-R-J-K-H-N. I had known this before. There just wasn't time. The authors have a section at the end of the paper about limitation. Number one, the paper is not about vegans. It does include the word vegetarians. It actually is a very pro. The conclusion of the paper is eating fruit will reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease. That's not very controversial. That is actually the conclusion. But it says in the end of the paper, uh, we were very limited in the data we had to collect from uh, subjects. We didn't know if they smoked. We didn't know about their alcohol intake. We didn't know this. We didn't know that. They were very honest about it. But yet it was one of his rocks. Second one of his rocks was Zoe Harkum, Zoe Harkum, Dr. Harkum, Dr. Harkum. And, you know, go try and listen to a podcast by Zoe Harkum. She's a cute, delightful, wonderful English scientist. I cannot understand her Cockney accent, and I doubt she's going to hear this and hate me more, and she hates me already. But she's published 14 papers in the medical literature. One or two are actually letters to the editors, so take those out, down to 12. About five of them are the exact same paper published in different journals. That's actually called churning. I mean, I've written over 100 scientific papers. Anybody can look it up. They're there. I mean, it's not the same paper in 10 different journals. They're all – she studied the – USDA food guidelines, 1977 to 1983. Talk about old data, Joe Rogan. That's when she was studying. She didn't study the most recent USDA guidelines we were talking about. But how many times did he say, I mean, unless you know the field, you're not going to know who Zoe Harkum is. I have ripped her in a whole bunch of uh, blogs, so she's no gracious uh, fan of uh, my presence. 
But, um, you know, she's a factor there, but she's a factor, in my opinion, distorting and twisting and buttering up the data, you know, the way she wants it. And the th- what is the last thing we heard about? I mean, healthy user bias, Zoe Hart. Oh, this Dr. Ionidas. She's a well-known statistician at Stanford, one of 100 well-known statisticians around the United States. And he's sort of a free thinker, and he wrote this paper recently that there's problems with the nature of nutrition research. Now, he can't solve it. He doesn't have there's brighter people than him that know, you know, yeah, the ideal study is going to be 50,000 people that eat this way and that way and this way. And we follow them. We lock them in a, a room so they can't cheat and get potato chips on the all plant diet or something. Um, you know, we all know there's problems. But to say you toss out, oh, well, number one, that all epidemiology is good, all epidemiology is bad. What I said 10 times, and I was annoying, is there are four pillars of scientific evaluation. They're used by really brilliant people like Dr. Walter Longo, basic science, biochemistry, epidemiology, randomized studies, and centenarian studies. It is a little uh, shocking that Joe Rogan had never heard of the blue zones. I had a few goals. I knew he didn't know about the blue zones. He had no idea that Loma Linda was an hour east of where he was sitting and has tremendously different life statistics, let alone Okinawa. And now, did he hear me say that 3% of the calories in Okinawa come from animal products and 97% come from plants and their longevity isn't a legendary till KFC showed up. But, uh, you know, he didn't know about that. That was one of my goals was to talk about the blue zones, was to talk about actually Finland versus Crete, animal versus plant, fats, animal versus plant protein. It's pretty heady stuff, but Dr. Morgan Levine at Harvard, epic study, three to 400% increase in cancer with animal protein, not plant protein. Uh, the more updated study uh, that uh, mortality is favorable with plant protein, mortality is adverse, and we know why, IGF-1 and mTOR. And I know how many people actually grabbed on to this, but this is actually the highest quality science. This is Nobel Prize nominated science. And you know, and uh, what what uh, Kresser was dragging up with 1996 studies that the authors had to recognize how horribly limited. Now, I will say he kept mentioning three new epidemiologic studies. I did miss, and I'll say it to the world. He wrote a blog a day before. Actually, I think he published the blog the day of our interview. It was. I just saw it, you know, a minute ago. Mm-hmm. So if I had done nothing but surf the web on the 27th, I would have seen that he was talking about this 45 and under study in Australia. I have no idea what it is. I do need to go back and read it. Uh, other people are going to dissect his comments. My, my greatest fun so far has been, I just happened to see, um, you know, everybody's got an opinion, but there's a pretty big paleo uh, leader named Rob Wolf. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, no degree, no nothing, but he's written books, and mm-hmm. people love Rob Wolf. Rob Wolf. So uh, he has a bromance with me. I've never met the man, but... He posted more pictures of me on Instagram and Twitter. I didn't know this about an hour ago. I mean, every time I said something, he took a snapshot, my face, the quote, blah, 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 blah. So I just called him out on that. I said, dude, let's go out or let's have a drink. I mean, you got such a crush on me. And uh, I try to, I mean, I don't mind jumping on his page and just saying, no, you're actually wrong. The USDA guidelines say absolutely. And I put the quote on Instagram and Twitter just an hour ago as little cholesterol as possible in the diet is a recommendation. They didn't say 100 milligrams, 200 milligrams, 300 milligrams. They did take that number away. As little as possible, that's less than 300. I mean, that's not an egg. That's a, you know, it's, if you're a plant eater, we're the ones that are actually meeting 
those guidelines. So uh, anyway, that was just some of the fresh wounds and scars. I am actually both carrying. I have a bodyguard. I'm a little concerned until this cools down for a week or two. <laughs> well, I, hey, I, I, seriously, though, I could not believe that Joe didn't know Loma Linda was like yeah, so yeah, close yeah. to him. I mean, the Blue Zones is such an amazing, um, you know, research. I mean, I'm having... I've interviewed Dan Buettner. It's the episode should yeah. be coming out in, in a few weeks, but it's amazing research. I mean, you look at these parts of the world and they're yeah. eating a majority of plant-based diet, you know, they're exercising, they're doing other healthy things, but it's not like the little itsy bitsy teeny bit of meat or fish that they're having is yeah. that they're living to a hundred plus years. It's, it's the things that they're doing the most in plant-based right. diet. And what I chose not to do is, as I walked in the room, Rogan said to me, you heard that Charles Polikin died. So I heard the name. He's a fitness guru and very much a paleo diet proponent. He died a couple of days ago. And I missed it in the news. At age 57, this ripped up guy, always posting in Testosterone magazine. That's true. I don't make it up. Now, I don't know what he died of. The likelihood is he had a heart attack. That's always number one. But it could have been a blood clot from a plane trip, you know, you don't know. I, you know, it's not appropriate for the family and that audience to say, look at, you know, but my real concern, and it was my concern going in and out, if, you know, just a couple of those people recognize that heart disease is a risk, that even this crazy-ass carnivore orthopedic surgeon, Sean Baker, which we talked about towards the end, at least he had his heart scanned to have the knowledge that this insane diet he's eating at least he's starting at low risk. He may not end up at low risk. He's starting at low risk. But, you know, unfortunately, Charles Polican could have been potentially identified and treated. So that's one of my platforms. And we didn't really get there just by the nature of the show and the dynamics. But, but that's uh, Sean Baker guy. He eats like 100% carnivore diet, right? Like all meat. Yeah. yeah I'm on his podcast October 25th. At oh, my nice. buddy. I have the weirdest Twitter you know, everybody knows that I'm old man, that you can message people on Twitter, you know, you can find people. So here, it's actually right here. Within about 60, 60 minutes, I got a private message from Rogan, Sean Baker, and Gary Tobbs. Gary Tobbs and I, we, he's got a bromance too. We're sitting down, we're having coffee in a couple of weeks. No uh, way. That's I, I'm like, geez, dude, I, you know, are you warming up to the idea that... <laughs> Uh, you know, you need a prescription for a little say, Alice, what's going on? Uh, that's interesting. All these people are reaching out to you. I mean, these are big names. They're no joke. Yeah, Gary, nobody, yeah, nobody's bigger than Gary Todd, you know, in terms of uh, 20 years of influence on this field and shifting uh, fat is good for you uh, so strongly. He actually published a paper about two months ago. Um, it was actually, I think, a paradigm kind of moment with Walter Willett, the longtime head of the Department of Public Health at Harvard School of Public Health, uh, Walter Willett, a U University of Michigan trained uh, physician, and he's written over a thousand papers. The, the paleo meat group call him this, you know, pro-vegan scientist. He's a scientist. This is his book, which is called Eat Well and Live or something. It's a very Mediterranean diet book with fish, and it hardly would be characterized unless I'd missed some dietary change. But the fact that Gary Tobbs published a paper with Walter Willett, with this guy, Ronald Krausendy, who I talked about towards the beginning of the show, there's not a dairy industry conspiracy. It's a dairy industry fact published in Nutrition Action. I, again, I put it on Twitter uh, in the last two, three hours. Uh, it's, it's their meeting notes they published. Can you imagine the dairy industry sits down and says, 
We need to find researchers to push some money to, to start doing favorable research and lectures and all the rest. And, you know, a year later comes out this paper in 2010, Dr. Ronald Krauss about saturated fat is correlated with cardiovascular disease. I mean, the timing is not coincidental. It's very purposeful. It's not conspiracy. It's published mm -hmm. notes in the meeting. Um, Joe wasn't happy with that. Uh, you know, maybe he's got a dairy sponsor too. I don't know. Uh, you know, a milk box or something. But uh, now Ronald Krauss is me is writing papers with Walter Willett, saying Dr. Ansel Keys isn't an evil guy, saying coconut oil probably should be avoided until we learn more about saturated fat, and we can say that. The fact and what what didn't happen last night? I was kind of co-showing topic. It's really subtle. But, you know, it started out with cholesterol in the serum cholesterol. Blood cholesterol is related to coronary heart disease. Fact. Then we got LDL cholesterol, actually all the way back in 1955. We learned real quickly LDL cholesterol was better correlated than just total cholesterol with coronary heart disease. Then about 15, 18 years ago, we got these fancy tests, LDL particle size, LDL particle number. And people like Dr. Ronald Krauss, who actually holds a patent on that scientific uh, breakthrough, have been confusing the public. Well, you eat butter, but it it raises the good fluffy LDL that aren't harmful, and it doesn't raise the small dense LDL that are harmful. So really, in reality, it's not harmful. Um, in reality, every particle that has LDL is atherogenic and can cause your arteries to clot. Ronald Krauss has published two papers in the last five years that absolutely say what he used to not say. He's turned around. So uh, it's a real subtle little point. Turns out Chris Kresser doesn't believe that old nonsense either. I had read some of his blogs, and he's actually on topic on that, that the particle size uh, cholesterol confusion argument is not scientifically valid. So I didn't need to go there because it's it wasn't something he was going to bring up and hang his hat on. So a little technical. Effort. Let me ask you a question. I think it's an important one. I mean, there's a, a you know, the, the movement into the paleo diet, the ketogenic diet, whatever you want to call it. I think um, Chris termed a, a word, uh, Nutra something. It was like. Nutra whore. Nutra whore. Uh, uh, yes. The Nutra whore like, diet. Right. And, um, you know, whatever you want to call it, like there's people, so many people claiming that there's benefits. There's, you know, studies coming out saying that it, you know, helps. How, how would you explain that? Like as a, an experienced so, cardiologist. So, you know, again, with all respect to my friend, Chris Kresser, we would be talking about saturated fat and he'd be quoting low carb data, which isn't necessarily saturated fat. And I had to call him out on that. I don't think people got what I was saying. I mean, we just, he just answered with five different uh, topics, but we really was just one question and you could have stayed on topic. We never got to discuss low carb ketogenic diets. It's a different topic. It may have implications for what happens to your blood cholesterol and saturated fat content in the diet. I will say, everybody listen, Chris Kresser says on his podcast and interviews, when he goes from his standard Nutrihor diet, I won't say that, but anyway, it's street food, it's Nutrihor. Uh, <laughs> To he, you know, when he will do a ketogenic diet, a very high fat, low carb diet for a week or two, his LDL doubles and he gets nervous. So he doesn't do it any longer and he goes back to his standard diet. Well, he obviously cares a bit about what his cholesterol is. He's uh, not so confident that jacking saturated fat up his diet has no consequence. So he's put on, uh, he's put up his LDL cholesterol. On. It was a comment he made. Uh, yeah. 
uh, I'm not sure where it was interviewed. I, it may have been on Rogan, actually, because he's been on Rogan twice before. And it's called your LDL particle number went from 1100 to over 2000. He got concerned. So he doesn't do it long term. And you shouldn't do a ketogenic diet long term if you're going to do it. Do it for four or five days, which is something Dr. Longo at University of Southern California has studied and has changed the scientific world. But um, uh, we didn't get there partly because today Rogan had a guy named Dom D'Agostino on who is the ketogenic you know, animal food guru of the paleo movement. So he didn't really need to spend some time there, and that's why he didn't chase it. He told me that after. He goes, look at my listeners. You, you know, It's probably 1176. It's probably up already. Or maybe they're still recording it right now. Who knows? And, and you're actually – a promoter. Well, I know. Okay, so so you eat a a low carb vegan diet. Is that correct? I eat the same. I mean, I've been doing this for over forty years. You know, it's yeah. largely. I mean, I eat exclusively plant foods. I don't call it plant based. I am a hundred percent plant foods whole. I right. mean, I, I I have maybe an impossible burger every three months, but. Right. I don't even. But you eat like starches and fruits, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, every, I mean, yeah, yeah very starchivore, McDougal. Yeah. I don't really, you know, I don't care what it is salad bar, beans, potatoes. This professor at University of Southern California, Dr. Longo, developed a five day, uh, it's not a diet for weight loss, it's a diet for total body regeneration. That sounds woo woo, but he's also been nominated for the Nobel Prize in Medicine. So this is really, really at the top of the scientific uh, pier. But it's five days of plant foods, 800 calories a day, and you become ketotic at the end of the five days. They're very low in carbs, particularly added sugar, very low in protein. Well, and calories, meat. too. Uh, and calories, too. So I do my test strips, which you can buy at a drugstore for your urine, and I develop ketones, like they say. You do end up losing a little bit of weight, but if you do your blood markers, biomarkers, as uh, Chris was talking about, You'll see if you need blood pressure goes down, blood sugar goes down, C-reactive protein inflammation goes down. And unique is stem cells get released in your blood, though you can't as a single person actually do a blood test to confirm it. It's been done in scientific study. So parts of your body that used to hurt stop hurting is phenomenal. So that's one aspect of the low-carb, keto, plant-based movement that there's actually the world's best science for any kind of keto diet is a plant-based keto diet. And only five days, and you go back to your healthy sweet potato diet. Um, there is another movement out there that's nowhere near scientific, which is we're doing ketogenic diets. We're using plants long term. Every day we're you know we're putting all kinds of avocados and olive oil and avocado oil and everything on our big green leafies. Um, some people are claiming that their weight is good, they feel good, their diabetic control is good, they're diabetic at all, and it's certainly likely to be safer because it's you know plant proteins and plant fats not animal for animal fats but i still if somebody's going to do that like there's a facebook users group called vegan ketosis there's a number of them they have tens of thousands of people in these user groups but you know you really should be checking your labs or doing it under medical supervision if you've got medical problems i feel like you could go either way with a low carb vegan diet <clears throat> like you can eat a ton of vegetables and still keep it low fat or you could add a lot of fat like you said yeah. avocados and olives and, and do the and opposite so we have less concern i believe the literature says you know there's a study came out earlier in 2018 monounsaturated fat which exists you know if, if you have a big steak a big piece of pork chris Kresser said this 
there isn't just saturated fat. There's monounsaturated fat, there's polyunsaturated fat inside those meat substances. So there's meat-sourced monounsaturated fat, we call MUFAs, omega-9, and there's certainly, we think of olives, olive oil as the typical plant-based source. There's not much or any omega-3 in olive oil. There's omega-9 plus some saturated fat. But this study that came out, Harvard School of Public Health, big study, plant-based omega, uh, plant-based monounsaturated fat promoted healthy outcomes. Animal-based monounsaturated fat promoted disease outcomes. It's just another example. So if a person, you know, doesn't have a weight concern or, you know, wants to try vegan ketosis, uh, a plant-based olive oil, which I wouldn't ever tell one of my Esselstyn-type patients I have in my practice with, you know, active angina and trying to reverse. That's not where they need to go. Uh, but for just somebody wanting to try something different with their plant-based diet, it's, it's interesting. Right. Yeah, I, so, did for, I did it for a week. I didn't really like it. I mean, my, my, my plate was just like greasy, oily. It's just not, not used to that. You know? No, me personally, I'm more for like a McDougal, like starch, you know, whole food um, plant-based diet. But uh, you said you wouldn't recommend it necessarily to your heart disease patients, but maybe somebody who wants to try for weight loss or yeah, something right. like, okay. Yeah, got it. But, I, but if I still recommend they go and use Dr. Longo's proline box. In fact, I brought... It's very cool stuff. I brought uh, Rogan. A, it's a box from the University of Southern California with the food you eat for five days. I gave one to Rogan as a gift. He had had stem cell therapy in his knee that morning. And there's some very cool data if you do this plant-based ketotic five-day program right in conjunction with getting stem cell therapy, obviously really cutting-edge stuff. You may actually get a greater benefit because you've primed your body to use those stem cells more efficiently. I mean, we're talking crazy futuristic right. stuff. It's happening right now. It's happening with vegan foods right that'd be cool if he tries it and, and gives yeah. us like an update or something yeah. um and then i guess my last question is um like uh you're a promoter of fasting correct like you you're an advocate of fasting well, there, well two aspects there's there's something called officially time-restricted feeding meaning usually from about 8 p.m to 8 a.m or 8 p.m to 9 a.m 8 p.m to 10 a.m 12 to 14 hours I'm not eating. I have black coffee. Okay. I'm not eating. I've kind of built that in as a habit. Um, I'll work out, go to the office, and I might not eat to lunch. I try not to make it 18 hours. There's a little hint of data that that's more than you need to. But every day, time-restricted feeding may allow your body more regeneration, more rejuvenation. And you know, not every vegan's healthy. I mean, that's why I'm all I'm looking for. What can we do to use the best science and the best plants. And, you know, if they overlap, that's great. They're going to be additive. Then there's actual fasting. And, you know, water fasting is out there, but it's a challenge. And you're, you're not going to sell the public on water fasting. I mean, except for my Jewish holiday, Yom Kippur, and a couple other, you know, examples. Um, but this five-day program that Dr. Longo has created, which is fortunately plant-based, is a way to drop your calories to 800 low sugar, low protein, high complex carb, and plant fats. And you will probably see benefit in terms of weight loss and other parameters. It's, I mean, I, I'm not selling it to anybody. It's called Prolon, P-R-O-L-O-N. I've written many blogs about it. But the science is radical. Animals are growing brain tissue, are regrowing nerve tissue in multiple sclerosis. There's actually type 1 diabetic rats are regrowing uh, 
beta cells in their pancreas and are no longer type 1 diabetic. Not human data. Human data is biomarkers, stem cells, chemotherapy patients feel better when they do this during their chemo. They may be getting a better result. That's a complex answer, but um, there's even some data. That's what I mentioned on the show last night. It used to be 20 days was the data, what it could do to your microbiome to make it healthier with a plant-based diet. Now we have data from this program, five days, and your bacterial content in your colon radically changed for the better by eating plant-based foods. It's like, whoa, you're not going to see that with meat. And, and what you're doing is just intermittent fasting, right? Like 12 to 14 hours and you eat a oh, meal. I'm just going to bring up the date. That, the professors of the world wouldn't call the 12 to 14 hours intermittent fasting because that's actually, they, they, they don't use the word of fasting until you've depleted the glycogen out of your liver and muscles and that takes about two to three days. So when you do the 800 calorie diet, you'll deplete your glycogen. If you do water fasting, you deplete your glycogen. So time-restricted feeding is the technical word for the 12 to 14 hour daily habit. And you can incorporate that while you're sleeping? Yeah, sure. That's when I do it, right? right yeah. Right. And then I want to close this off by saying, uh, you know, there's a lot of back and forth, I guess, in the Joe Rogan podcast. And you can't help it. I mean, it's a debate. But one thing you can't argue, which I think, you, you know, your background is in, is in heart disease. I personally have not seen any data saying that a meat-based diet will reverse heart disease. Yeah, yeah I think- except Chris Kresser. Chris Kresser at the end said... Well, just because I don't have data doesn't mean my diet doesn't do that. So God forbid his parents develop the most common affliction in the United States that can kill you, coronary heart disease, and he puts his parents on that diet, um, I would say he should probably send them to my clinic and I'll uh, get them going on their you know, whole food, plant-based, naturally low in fats and added sugar uh a diet modeled after Dr. Ornish, Dr. Esselstyn, which is you know what I teach, what I use, and I see remarkable reversal of disease in my own preventive cardiology clinic in Detroit. Yeah, so yeah, there's no data that any animal product has resulted in reversal of atherosclerosis. It's the greatest victory that we have as a medical movement of plant-based medicine. Right, because right below cannabis and the effect it had. Now that, that's a that's a good plant-based. That's therapy. a talk for Elon Musk, I guess. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I'm the, sitting in his chair right now. I know. That's incredible. That's That's got to be an awesome honor. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, like, you, you can't really refute the data with heart disease. And what he was saying is that, you know, um, absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Like, I think that's a cool quote. But what are you going to do? You're going to sit around until the data comes out saying a meat-based diet will maybe one day reverse heart disease when we now, right now, have the data saying plant-based diet reverses heart disease when it's our number one killer right now. Yeah. I I think that's, uh, I don't want to say irresponsible because I'm sure he's a good person, but you know, it's irresponsible and it's almost delusional that you can be so tied up in your movement not to step back and uh, recognize it. And I, the talk I give all the time is the miracle of heart disease reversal, because it is. I mean, I feel it's amazing. And that's why I so enjoy my medical practice, because I actually am leading that and doing it and seeing results. And um, there's just nothing. I mean, it's, it's frankly, it's a narcotic to actually tell patients how much they're atherosclerosis has improved because we worked together for six months and I document it. It's, it's not right. guessing. So 
is powerful stuff, and we can be very proud of it. That whole segment on supplements, and you know, I, I thought it was even going to go longer. You know, nutrient deficiencies supplements, and the reason I didn't go deep, deep, deep is they're all. I mean, I showed two solutions that literally take ten seconds a day, and you you may not do it the same way. I mean, I don't mind taking a plant-based multivitamin that is designed to take a Chris Kresser, you know, uh, blog and say, boom, 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 we put them on the capsule, done. I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, it's inexpensive, it's safe. Low I risk. It. I do it every other day. And um, and then there's that cool little spray I didn't come up with, but that's just another route. And then many other routes. But, right. you know, we're doing, we are doing an experiment with completely plant-based nutrition because it's not like there's a long, uh, you know, period that we can point to and prove it. But, Recognizing that, um, I think we are you know, we are going to enjoy continued benefits. And I made the case. I mean, Rogan didn't hear me. Fish is not a healthy food in 2018. My patients have toxic mercury levels. These are wealthy people living in great houses and great restaurants and great country clubs, and their mercury levels are you know incredibly dangerous. And uh, I show them, and I, you, know, you got to take three, four weeks, no fish, and we're going to pound some chlorella and some cilantro and infrared sauna and get this stuff out and, you know, repeat a blood test. And I mean, I don't want to say it, but this is, what am I going to eat? Well, tempeh, seitan, beans. Exactly. Source, yeah. And the other thing you guys didn't get a chance to cover, it seemed like it was a very health, uh, you know, it was a very um, health-focused debate. But the other thing is that, you cannot argue that it's, this diet is more ethical for the animals. It's much better for the planet, the environment. <clears throat> and I think once you look at the bigger picture, including the many health benefits that you mentioned on the show, I mean, it just all makes sense. Yeah, you know, we were day. told specifically the conversation wasn't going to go to ethics or environment. Whether he's going to do that in the future, I think if he does, he'll wait a few months. He's kind of had... Uh, uh, John Joseph was on five weeks ago that was talking his whole yeah. plant-based diet. And, he, you know, he's got to give his listeners a break or they're going to accuse him of having some green tendencies. So, yeah, I suggested to him Gene Bauer from Farm Sanctuary uh, as somebody that could, you know, easily handle the environmental impact. And, right. He would well, be I'll, good. I'll just get my buddy Gary Urosky to go on Rogan. <laughs> you imagine if Urosky went on Rogan. If you guys don't know Gary Urosky, go to a website called um is it uh, adopt or adapt oh, adapt adapt.org it's one of the hidden gems of plant-based and particularly ethical plant-based knowledge but it's uh, actually to nutrition and nutrients and all the rest so uh, a great friend from suburban detroit uh, who's changed the world by his activism yeah no he, he's amazing i was just gonna say I, i'm pretty sure he's He's in Michigan, right? No, no, he he's lives from, a mile yeah. from my. He lives a mile from my restaurant. He's wow. a pre frequent and honored guest. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. No, he, he's one of those people that actually literally sacrificed years of his life. Could have almost sacrificed his life. He spent weeks in jail for letting animals out of factories so that they wouldn't be killed. And he's kind of retired from that level of activism. And somebody in L.A., if you don't follow Jane Velez Mitchell. On uh, Facebook, please do Jane Glaz Mitchell professional page. Almost a million people, but you know, plant based, but really mainly animal activism. Wonderful human being. 
Right. And you mentioned your restaurant. Um, definitely drop us uh, your restaurant. What's it called? Where, where can people find it in case they find themselves in Michigan? Yeah, so I own three. I'm very proud to say it's, uh, I just, that's where I just came from. Green Space Cafe in Ferndale, Michigan and Royal Oak, Michigan. These are suburbs of Detroit. One's a large, full-service, full-bar restaurant, totally plant-based. Many no-oil options to honor Dr. Esselstyn totally non-GMO. And we have a smaller one called Green Space and Go that's completely organic, little small, funky, uh, uh, 20-minute place to get amazing food. So proud of it. Then we have a food truck in Austin, Texas called ATX Food Co. by the Barton Pool, Barton Springs, if many people know. So I'll be there in a couple weeks for Austin City Limits. Trying to get Paul McCartney, if you watch this interview, Paul McCartney, come to our food truck because you're the headliner and you're plant-based. Yeah, I'd be honored if you watch this, to be honest with you. Well, what you want today, sir? <laughs> Drop us your website, too. Where can people find out more about you, the work that you're involved in? Yeah, it's uh, drjoelkahn.com, D-R-J-O-E-L. And actually, the reason that's really cool, I'll tell you, I'll just write it out for you. Uh, and I am a doctor. I actually can write and people can read it. Drjoelkahn.com. Um yeah, you can see that. Yep. I should do this more often. But I have a button called Rogan References, which truly is an epic accumulation of um, information that people can dive into. But you need a time. Do you know Do you know what plantpositive.com is? I've heard you, of it. Well, it's the first reference if you go to my website in the Rogan button. But it was an unknown person from 2010 to 2014 created about 100 YouTubes. Uh, the most scientific analysis of what I did with Chris Kresser last night. You know, what did Gary Tobbs write line by line by line? What did um, uh, Rob, I'm blanking on his first name right now, do uh, Rob, Rob Wolf, rather, line by line by line? Um, just any access to old medical literature, although we were told last night old medical literature is irrelevant. You know, forget your grandparents, everything that ever happened before is irrelevant. I thought, Castaneda said, you know, if we don't remember history, we're doomed to repeat it. Um, it's an amazing series to spend some time learning about what's called cholesterol confusion, which is exactly what we were talking about last time. Well, yeah, I'll have all that in the show notes so people can go and check out those references and to Dr. Joel Kahn's website. Um, yeah, huge honor. I was so happy to see you go on there. It was a pleasure listening to you and I can't tell you what and an honor I, it is to have you, you on know, the show. And I appreciate it. I mean, Dr. McGregor could have done an amazing job. Dr. Garth Davis could do an amazing job, but I think he would have walked off because <laughs> he, he, he has a fire in his belly that oh, I, I don't know if he could have tolerated. I saw uh, him on the doctors and he wasn't too I happy. Know, I know, I know. And this was like, I've been on the doctor show and that's like seven minutes and this is obviously hours and hours. It takes... Uh, Oh, and actually, I like Chris Kresser, so I mean, I wasn't there to bring him down as a human being. I just want to bring the confusion down. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of This Is Bananas. To learn more about this episode, check out the show notes over at Bananiac.com. That's B-A-N-A-N-I-A-C.com. If you're looking for easy and nutritious plant-based recipes to make at home, you can download my ebook, Bananiac Simple Vegan Recipes, from my website as well. It includes 25 of my favorite whole food plant-based recipes that I make and eat every day and will hopefully help you eat more whole plant-based 
plant-based meals as well. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please rate it wherever you're listening to it. Share this episode with someone who could benefit from it. Leave a comment with your thoughts and subscribe to This Is Bananas as well as my YouTube channel, Bananiac, which you can find at youtube.com slash Bananiac. This helps me become more discoverable and ultimately reach more people with my work. If you'd like to donate, please visit patreon.com slash Bananiac. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and supporting the one-man band that I am. Until next time, everyone, take care of yourself, spread the word, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.